welcome to CQ for Global Leaders. Join cross-cultural leadership expert, Dr. Tom Vergus, as he offers perspectives and strategies on the issues affecting global leaders in the ever-changing world of global business. Hello, everyone. Welcome to CQ for Global Leaders. I'm Tom Vergus, and I'm joined by Dr. Jürgen Strauss. Hi, Tom. How are you? I'm terrific. Thank you, Jürgen. That's good. Good to be with you again. Now, what are we going to talk about today? Today, we're going to be talking about business development. Business development. Across cultures. Across cultures. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it would be an interesting topic for us just to discuss again based on, I mentioned in the previous episode of how I'd been working with this Asia-Pacific team in Singapore of people coming from different countries and part of their job was working as a group to develop business mm. and it was we had some interesting conversations i thought well we could do a podcast on that yeah so what are some of the particular challenges around business development in cross-cultural teams i think let's well not even let's not go into business oh, okay. development cross <laughs> let's talk about business development full stop <laughs> you know it's really if you think about it in any m- most people don't think of themselves as salespeople. Mm. So even though this podcast series goes out to a lot of people in varying uh, professions and varying roles, it is geared CQ for global leaders. And of course, for most leaders, they don't look at prospecting uh, or business development as part of their role. However, however. (laughs) There's always a however. I find that with a lot of people that I have coached who are senior senior level leaders, they look, they don't call it business development, but they call it client interaction. So part of their role is actually doing the client interface. Mm. You know, there is a high value in coming um, to different markets and going to visit clients and customers. It, it, it raises the profile of the organization and it adds a tremendous amount of value. And what I find is actually opens a lot of doors, yeah. which may be difficult for somebody in the local market to mm. access. Yeah, well, we've talked in the last few podcasts about personal brand, about the brand of the company, and also about trust, which to me comes back to a relationship. So what you're talking about here is the relationship to the client, right? And for me, certainly business development is something that doesn't end when you've made a sale. It's it's actually an ongoing journey, an ongoing relationship. It is an ongoing journey, mm-hmm. yeah. So I think one of the keys in any form of business development is, of course, the first stage, which is around prospecting, mm. right? It's like, who's your target market? Who are the people you're trying to appeal to? Who are the customers you're really trying to target? And and then being very conscious of how do I go about doing that? So because most of the people that we tend to work with are multinationals who are in multiple countries, most of the people who we work with tend to have interactions with people of different countries. Mm. There is something about that, what we call that customer base of of customers who actually are also cross-border. Yeah. So who do you target? How do you target them? How do you penetrate those markets? How do you build relationships in those markets? How do you identify who the key players are? And then how do you actually reach out to them? Mm. 
So a lot of that might be around where are the networks that those people are, where, where they go to, and how do you become involved in those networks and start to contribute and start to develop those relationships. Indeed. So I think in, in uh, especially in relationship-oriented cultures, introductions are, are key, mm-hmm. right? You know, for instance, in China, they talk about that they use that term Guangxi, which is around who do you know, who's in the network, yeah, right? Yeah. There is something that comes around while I was introduced. So I, that analogy of uh, I trust a person. So if I'm A, I trust person B, I introduce person C to person B, and because person A has a relationship with person C, mm. They will, person C will trust person B, even though they hardly know them. So there's something that comes around from that. Apart from that, though, if it's not around introductions, to your point, I think it's about being in the network, it's showing up, it's where do you, where do, you know, where do people that you want to talk to hang out, and how do you get seen in those places? Mm. Mm. So what, what are some of the things that you recommend the leader does as activities and behaviors to enhance their presence, their visibility, their branding in in the right places? An advantage we have today is, of course, social media. Mm. Now, there are pluses and minuses to that. Mm. In the social media, it's inevitable that we need to have some presence on it. Now, for a lot of individuals who work in organizations, the challenge, of course, is uh, do I identify and do I build a personal brand yeah. in terms of my thoughts, et cetera, and my you know, things that I'm interested in, or do I actually utilize the organizational brand? And that is, of course, a, a choice that that the individual needs to make. I have worked with uh, with individuals, with clients who say, well, here's the organizational uh, piece and they have people within the organization who are involved in saying, okay, let's tweet about this or let's write some white papers and let's put them up on LinkedIn. So th- th- there's actually a group of people who mm. do that within the organization so that it's, it's consistent. Yeah. Conversely, there are others who will say, no, it's actually part of what I like, it's part of what I do, and then how do I build my personal brand? Either way, the key here is you need to have some sort of presence in the digital world. Mm. Okay. And how does that play out across cultures in well, terms of in terms of the message you're sending out? And then understanding, because one of the things about social media, it does tend to be a little bit one way in terms of putting a message out there and you're sort of at the mercy of other people then making comment on that message. Mm. I, I think the, the key here, and it's regardless of working across cultures, it's actually uh, having a point of view. So it's it's doing something, it's contributing, it's being thought provocative, it's actually uh, uh, you know, sharing your perspective on things. Yeah. Now, one could argue how thought provocative do you want to be 
<laughs> especially if you're working within an organizational uh, context. If you're putting things out there, what it does is it builds a body of work. Mm. And if you're a senior leader, my my experience on it is there are, num- are quite a number of senior leaders who actually do not engage at all mm. uh, in it because they, they just, well, A, they don't have the time, yeah. B, they don't have the interest, C, they just, just, just don't have the inclination, they don't have the bandwidth mm. uh, for it. However, what they do do is actually have people below the organization structure who are active. Mm. And then those are the things that you can actually use as door openers hmm. in business prospecting. So, because really, if you if you are going to market, unless you have a new product or a new service, and which is what startups do, yeah. If you're not that, what you're, that then you're trying to do is actually probably take business away from an incumbent. Hmm. And if you, it's much much more difficult to move away from an incumbent because even though it may not be a perfect relationship, there is a level of yeah. comfort. That's right, yeah. <laughs> and as and, you and I have spoken about, mm-hmm. the number of hassles that occur when that's you're trying right. to shift yeah. suppliers. Yeah, there's always going to be some barrier and and some additional work and unless there's something else you want to achieve with that move, then... Um, Investing that time and energy is often not seen as value mm. add. Yes, yeah. So when it comes to to, um, to introducing or, or market development or business development, I think as a senior leader, it's always useful to have people in the field if they can actually get some doors open and then use you as a leverage point, mm. uh, especially when you are coming in from the outside. Uh, you have a different perspective. And I find that at senior levels, people are always interested in knowing what else is happening, not just in their industry, but also in your industry. So what's your perspective that you can bring, having seen other companies, uh, what are, are the challenges that you've identified? So it really is about having conversations. It's about having meetings. Mm. It's how do I actually open up and inform? Uh, how do I challenge? Uh, how do I energize mm. the conversation? How do I add value so that it becomes useful for that customer to say, well, let, let's let's have further conversations. Mm. Yeah, and one thing I read a little while back, and this was around marketing, but I guess you could say it of business development, is really just having a conversation with someone who could be an ideal client. Mm. And so that's what the example is that you gave and just doing that through an organisation so that, let's say, I know from my corporate career in the early days, there'd always be um, the account manager would meet with their counterpart and it might be the buyer at the client company and they would be talking about transactional stuff, yep. but they'd also have a relationship from the ongoing work. And then every now and then, the our salesperson might say, "Well, I, I might get a bring a senior leader in to talk about the trends that That's you right. mentioned, bring some insights or new developments, or we have something new coming down the pipeline. Get the senior manager come in." To introduce that, and then of course on the client side, they'd say, "Well, if you're bringing your senior manager in, we'll get our senior manager." And then 
they start talking. That's right. We have a powwow yeah. as such. And the value in that is actually coming in with external uh, perspectives. Mm. And there's something that comes from, well, if I'm going to bring a senior level leader, then you can bring in a senior level leader. And how do we actually meet on that level and take it from there? As you and I know, you're going to sort of work that we are involved in, the work sort of people that we interact with. We are not doing transactional selling, mm. right? So it's not a one-off. Yeah. We're not selling a table mm. or we're not selling a chair. You know, most of the work that we do in is actually services. And so therefore the sales process is longer, right? The sales cycle mm. is longer. It's multiple meetings. And of course, the higher end, the products are sometimes the sales cycle is 12, 24, 36 months. Mm. It really does take a tremendous amount of patience, perseverance, methodical follow-up to keep things on the go over that period of time. And it's always usually small trials, perhaps a small transaction, a small sale, you know, that leads to something else. But it's that ability to maintain the relationship. Mm. I think all leaders in organizations have an obligation to be thinking about business development, whether they do it personally or whether they do it as a team, they need to be thinking about it. Mm. And the other point there, I think, is that the purchase, the service, or even if it's a product that's purchased, is likely to be a longer-term repeat purchase thing. And so um, even though we've talked about the barriers to transition to another supplier, but at some point there is a risk of that business being taken somewhere else. Absolutely, yes. And the unique thing that, the incumbent supplier can bring to that is the relationship, the depth, yep. the depth of the relationship. So, to continue to build on that is really important. Yeah, yeah. I have a view that the CEO of an organization, any organization, is in fact the key salesperson in that organization, <laughs> right? Mm. Because they're selling the organization. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're the mouthpiece mm. of the organization. So, really, is incumbent on that leader about how do I actually promote the organization? How do I be visible? Mm. And how do I sell what we do? I may not be doing a personal sell one-on-one, but as a, how do I sell the organization and our capabilities? Mm. Mm. That's a good point. Mm. So what's our reflection point that you want to leave the listener today? I think the reflection point would be, uh, firstly, to ask yourself, what is your view around business development? Mm. Uh, you know, Do you, in fact, engage in business development? Uh, if so, what do you do? If you're not doing it, then how can you start doing yeah. it? That's the first thing. Second thing, if you are working, again, across cultures and across borders, how can you help your teams in those countries grow their businesses. Mm. You will have a perspective being on the external, being on the outside. How do you come in and actually help them uh, do that? And I think the third reflection point could be, how do we get the teams, how do we get our organizations thinking about client acquisition 
as a as you know as a corporate as an organization how do we as keep part the, of everyone's job correct yeah. as yeah. part of everyone's job rather than saying well that's not my job you know client acquisition is, is part of everyone's job of course we want to retain the clients as best as we can inevitably though there will always be attrition yeah. of clients you know you always lose clients because you will not be able to keep all customers which is to be hence you need to also be constantly mm. looking at acquiring mm. all right great point Great. Thanks, Jürgen. Thanks, Tom. See you in the next podcast. Yeah, look forward to it. Bye now. Thanks for joining us on CQ for Global Leaders. To find out more or contact us, go to culturalsynergies.com.